0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Anime Nation. Today we're talking about the biggest sleeper anime of the year, Odd Taxi. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe, and help support us, and see more great content such as the Marvel Mondays initiative, the Penultimate Conquest game show, and my show, Anime Nation. Also remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which gives you one free Twitch subscription a month. So give us a so give us a sub. If you missed out on any of the Twitch content. Check our website, ThePenultimateConquest.com, and check out our VODs, and even see the schedule for the rest of the month, which is finally updated. And for those of you who don't know, I am Ryan, the host of Anime Nation. And I got some lovely gents with gents with me here today to talk all things Odd Taxi. We got, from Baca by its profile, we got Frank and Tyler. Frank, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I I gotta say, lovely gentleman is the that's a first. That's that's yeah. definitely a first. That's yeah. uh, never been in my wheelhouse of vocabulary or adjectives describing me. So thank you. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Oh, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I was gonna say
2: that explains why in your intros on our show, Frank, you never address me or our other counterpart as lovely gentlemen. So it's normally just
1: <laughs> and our
2: other person that just kind of walked <laughs> off the street. This guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah guy usually, the I, down the block.
1: <laughs> I know. Usually yeah. it's more so something like our our magically or our averagely magical, magically average, something like just, that. Just just
2: a good. mouthful every time. I'm so shocked that you can it's do it. It's a tongue every twister time. and I usually this. get
1: it right on the first time, but this time I, <laughs> I did not. I kinda do kinda applaud like... you for it. And <laughs>
2: Tyler, how you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's uh nice to be talking about anime, especially odd taxi. It's been something that Frank and I talked about this entire last season of anime, and we just gabbed about it on our podcast alone, while our other friend just sat there and listened and sort of groaned at us, just being all cheery and wide-eyed about it. So happy to be talking about it with some other intelligent, big-brain people, right?
0: It, it is exciting. And before we get into real uh, meat and potatoes, I think I just got to do a bit of house cleaning, and that is we got Ruben streaming Skyward Sword this week on the Twitch channel. We have a penultimate game show going up about all things Steam Deck. And then we're going to have a 12 hour anniversary stream this Sunday celebrating the one year anniversary of the penultimate conquest podcast. So a lot of exciting things happen over here on this channel. Definitely come check out. And now let's get into this big topic. Let's get into Odd Taxi. Let's do it.
2: And oh, uh baby.
0: I think the best way to uh start this off is I'm just going to read the my anime list um description of Odd taxi. Which is an eccentric and blunt walrus, Hiroshi Odakara, lives a relatively normal life. He drives a taxi for a living, then meets several unique individuals, the dog was Tachikota, the dead end set going on vile mysterious nurse. Miro Sakurai, the comedic duo Homo Sapiens and Dobo, a well-known delinquent, and that's really that's really what we're working with here. And from that and this, the photo I never thought I'd love this anime as much as I did. God damn!
1: It... It's it's one of the best original anime. Like, not even that. It's just like good anime. It's a, an original. Like, it's not yeah. based on any source material. Like it is so fucking good
0: and i can't remember the last time i watched an original anime that from beginning to end stuck the landing this well
2: oh yeah no i mean this is something that like i said we had talked about previously but i was more shocked at the fact that there was every single episode was thrilling from start to finish there's there was like never a dull moment and they kept all these different storylines fit together i mean the anime list is, doesn't do it justice with naming like four characters. You meet about what seems like a dozen, yeah. and they're all impactful. Mm-hmm. It's astounding how well thought out from episode one to the final episode. The entire show played out like I, yeah, incredible.
0: Again, people have been relating this to things such as like Tarantino movies and Montrose things, and I a hundred percent agree with that with the way things are shown and then used five episodes later to the way the dialogue is it is it's an extremely impressive show for a show that really is on the big scale of things quite small in its nature it is the story of 10 to 12 people and how they all relate to otakawa and what's going on in his life
1: Yeah, Yeah. and the marketing for the show was, like, really under the radar. Really, the only thing I remember seeing um, before the show even aired was at the Crunchyroll Awards for Anime of the Year. Like, they had one trailer, and it was very just, like, nondescript. It showed off, like, this animal world. And then while it was airing, like, I think Crunchyroll had a few posts about it weekly. Like, not weekly, but, like, every other week there may have been, like, a post about it. It got zero marketing. at all it's, it's sad
0: it is this is the show that i have been recently screaming out to the heavens to everyone go watch this this is something very special
2: yeah i i i think too the surprising factor of it was the fact that it is an original and I think most of the skepticism around it when it was first coming out was that there wasn't anything f- for fans to refer to or to reference when it was airing. And so it was just a complete unknown dark abyss of what's going to happen next. And I don't think people wanted to plunge into that, especially with how great this last season of, of anime shows that came out was, I think people were sort of maybe off put by it, not having any source material. I don't know. I, 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 with how much hype it's been getting since the final episode, I'm shocked that no one has at least taken a dip into the first episode of Odd Taxi just to see what it's like. Because it it got it got me hooked from episode one.
0: So I yeah. actually watched it um, post it all airing because I kept kind of hearing every so often when I'd be on the anime forums and stuff, I'd be like, oh, okay, another person's mentioned. And Then. I keep hearing from like all the hardcore anime fans that this ending's insane. And it's been a while since I've sat down and watched 12 episodes of anime just in a fucking row, but I did it for the show.
1: Was it 12 or and- 13? Regardless of either whichever one it was, like yeah, it's it I watched it week to week and it was like fucking cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger after like domino build domino build it's just like when is it gonna fall when is it when is shit gonna it was such a good show to watch week to week and nobody discussed it And to kind of like go real quick go back the one thing that i heard from a lot of my friend group as to why nobody wanted to watch this other than the fact that there was no marketing nondescript etc cetera, et cetera, is that oh it's just another animal world like i don't need another animal show like we got bna last year we had b stars season two last year they're like okay i i had my my fill of anime furry animals like i don't i don't need another show to add on top of that and so that's that's the most disappointing part is that like these my i have a few friends who are hardcore into anime and they just did not give it a try because base in an animal world and i'm just like just please for the love of like i've been annoying the shit out of them to the point where they just hate me at this point <laughs> uh,
2: yeah
0: i've been <laughs> there saying, my, my roommates can't i'm like you gotta watch this this is this is some next level shit
2: also I, too i, I want to applaud you ryan for watching it all in one setting because my little heart couldn't take it week to, week to week so i couldn't imagine hmm. sitting down at once and just cramming through it because I, I would have had at least three and a half heart attacks doing that with how, I, my, with oh, how thrilling it was. I was alarmed
0: every, every couple of minutes. <laughs> but um, every time I'd be like, alright, one more episode and then I'd, I'll be done for today. And I'm like, I gotta know w- what's gonna happen now? What? What? Cap your arm? How many
1: bunny holes?
2: Oh. It's like you yeah. just keep eating more and more of the cake. You're like, it's. it's well, what if this case, this piece isn't good enough tomorrow? I feel ya. Sorry, Frank. What were you going to say before I rudely interrupted you? My gracious. Um, I actually,
1: I actually, don't really remember. I, I feel like it had to do something with the amount of. Um, oh, how many bunny holes did you go down, Ryan? After you finished the show, like how much research after the show did you do? Because there is, oh, a, a whole nother world of just shit that I missed. Yeah, and I sent this to I sent this to Tyler, and I was like, "What the fuck? How did mm-hmm. I miss this giant <laughs> plot hole that gives the ending in a whole new meaning?"
0: Yeah, no, I um, <clears throat> for just went on a Twitter hole of just reading things people were saying about this show, all the weird little spoiler details and all that. And with that, I think we've talked about just uh, gushed over this show enough to now jump into spoilers. One thing I want to say before we actually get into spoilers is, God damn, does the opening to this anime fucking slap!
2: Oh, thank goodness you agree because yes. I thought the intro. First off, I love Frank, and I are going to dedicate an entire show one week to just OPs. Um, and Frank, uh, you were, was there for that. He signed a verbal agreement with me, so he's stuck to that now. But it's on the internet. It's it's forever. So. Exactly, but the op- the opening song to Odd Taxi is not only is it a stellar song, but I love the fact that it captures that like taxi big city vibe with the sound and feel of mm-hmm. it. Not to mention the art in it is so is gorgeous. Then, so when cool. you
0: start when you start to realize some of the things about the art and everything, and it starts coming together, I'm like, goddamn! Well,
2: damn. Haha. Not to transition quickly into spoilers, but one of my incredible guest spoiler moments of our entire of the ah. entire show came out in the opening, and I'm so proud I caught it.
1: And here's, here's your here's your clapping from me. You got one thing right, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over here just like week to week, just guessing the most batshit crazy ideas, and here's Tyler just like, hey, I think it's a cat in the closet, and it's just like.
2: Well, Here's no, your I clap, buddy. Let's get into this. The next section. Let Ryan introduce it, and we'll, we'll jo- dive yeah, into it. I let's know.
1: I'm just. I'm spoilers. mostly giving you crap because I love to give you crap, um, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I don't even know where
2: to begin with spoilers for the show. I was,
1: was going to so, say, let's.
2: We, like, how do we want to? How do how do we want to go through the spoilers? Because I mean, like, there's spoilers to the show. But then there's spoilers if you've watched the show that are within the show. You know what I mean? Like There's like the mystery yeah. spoilers, and then there's the show spoilers.
1: I think let's, let's, let's start... Oh, go for it. You're the, the, you're the host. The, Sorry, that's uh, my bad.
0: That's all good. No, I do the same on other people's podcasts. It's all good. <laughs> uh, and Frank's got wine in him now. It's, it's going to get the crazy. Show, uh, the show spoilers. And let's go down what what the show is. With it being starting off with this a basic taxi driver driving god who was his first it was the uh the idols right he
1: drove he he drove the hippo he drove the yeah, hippo drove kid the hippo. that wanted oh. to go viral that was yeah. the first the, passenger yes. the second passenger i believe was the manager of uh kiss wait was it kiss kiss or no what was the mystery mystery the kiss. kiss mystery kiss there we go there's whenever it comes to anime and it... I know that there's probably examples out there and this is just a bad analysis but this is just with my limited knowledge of anime which is like 215 shows or something like that every single show that has an idol show in it they have the word kiss in it.
0: Oh, you're not wrong. I, you're not wrong.
1: I yeah. don't know why. Just there somewhere in there is kiss but like I don't off the top of my noggin I cannot think of a show that does not that has an idol group that doesn't have the word kiss in it. But anywho, that's a discussion for another time. Um, yeah, so like the first kid, the hippo kid, uh wants to go viral, and then you're like, okay, you're never gonna see him again. He may go viral, but like you'll see him in the background somewhere.
0: Yeah. And then he becomes this critical player of uh fake
1: justice, basically. Buffoonery is what it is.
2: Honestly, <laughs> trying to think through all the different characters in this, it might be best to just Honestly, walk through the characters and how they're related to one another. So people watching and listening and whatever, get your giant post boards with yarn and start tacking on your pictures because it's about to get wild. Let's let's do that.
0: Let's have some fun here. We got our main man, one of my favorite anime characters of all time now, Odakara. His deadpan delivery of everything was amazing.
2: He is the most apathetic. Just, I don't even want to call him level headed because he's really not level headed. He just, he really had that don't give a fuck attitude about anything and everything, which is sort of the epitome of what you imagine like a taxi driver, like a veteran taxi driver to be. Like they've seen shit. They've picked up so many people that it just doesn't even matter anymore to him. He's been barfed on probably 20 times at this point, too, in his career. Like he just. Does not care.
1: I finally found the best analogy as to who Arakawa Ad- is if you're going to relate him to another character, and that is a non depressed Eeyore. A non depressed Eeyore? From Winnie the Pooh, yes. I mean, because Eeyore's just like, oh, I like oh, it's just another day, and so is Arakawa, but he's just like, he doesn't want to die, but he doesn't necessarily not want to die, so he's just like, eh, he's just a non depressed Eeyore. He's just, like, he's just there, and his, like, delivery is so monotone, like, just, like, out there truthful and everything else, he's just a less depressed Eeyore is what it is. He can be
0: having an amazing moment and be as deadpan as he is with a gun held to his head.
2: And, like, he's so skeptical about everything, too, which is great. Like, he has a beautiful woman that's going after him, and his immediate thought was... She's trying to get something from me and I don't know what it is, but I'll figure it out because by George, no one loves me. I mean, look at me, I'm a fucking walrus. Like that's his that's his mentality for everything. It's like it can't be that good. Something there's gotta be something else with it. There's gotta be a catch. Yeah. Let's
0: move on to the next character, which we'll go down with the nurse now, Mio.
2: Our our capoeira alpaca badass.
1: Yeah, the most random character in the fucking entire show. Just yeah. like, not in the fact that she's like her placement is random. Like, I I I really enjoy her camp or her character, but like everything she does is so freaking like out of left field. You're 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 kind of left scratching your head. I
0: never know what to expect of her character.
2: And but that's like that's sort of the beauty of the show in general, right? Like for sort of like twofold one being every character you meet outside of odokawa the taxi driver you feel like they're just like a one-off character like you're gonna see him once and that's it maybe not his best friend or the barkeeper with bartender which we'll get to those characters in a bit mm-hmm. but like everyone else you 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 meet and interact with and you're like all right there's gonna be like one interaction with them maybe two but they're really just a one-off and the show is just it sticks you into this big spider web of how involved they are that you just don't see it from the start so it surprises you there but then also to your point frank like yeah she's kind of crazy and over the top with the fact that she's she knows capoeira and she can kick people's asses and she can dive under the in the sea like while holding her breath for what seems like 5 minutes and rescue people and yeah she's a badass but in the grand scheme of the show She's like the most normal of characters, right? Like every it's. Well, you're it's, also forgetting chaotic. drug
1: smuggling. You're also yeah, forgetting was like, like drug, drug smuggling. Uh,
0: Drugs like, like she was taking, like, like, like immense opiates out of her hospital. I
1: guess like <laughs> drug <laughs> embezzlement, right? Like <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's a better that's a better word for it. But <laughs> like, yeah, no, she's like it's just every episode she's in, it's something new. It doesn't matter what it is. So it's just it's always fun to see her character. It's always fun to see her interaction with Otakawa because he's like, I'm a walrus. I don't know if this was really going through his head or not, but it's like, I'm a walrus. You're an alpaca. Like, I don't know how things work in the animal world, but usually those two don't match. <laughs> it's like trying to fi- fit the, the square block in the circle hole. Jesus. You can make it Anyhow. work. It'll happen.
0: One of my favorite scenes involving Mia was Anytime she bring up Capoeira, and he's like, "Isn't that just dancing?" He's like, you're and then not she'd gonna show him. Yeah, you, you're not gonna beat anyone. But then it, it finally pays off and saves his life.
1: Which he's again, like, it's one of those is, moments. Which is another spoiler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, down the line.
2: again. Eventually, with, with this show, when we speak about spoilers, like every single moment outside of the it's... first episode is spoiler. Yeah, like that's so. True. Again, super incredible disclaimer. Big flashing lights again, people. Please, for the love of God, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Like you don't, you don't want us to spoil it for you. You really don't. This because is you will be on the edge of your seat from episode one to the end. Just this may shocked. be the best show
0: to go in blind to. I oh, mean, hands down.
1: Not only go in blind to, but like when everybody it's like starts that debate of like, oh, what, like, what show would you recommend? To somebody who's never watched anime, this honestly has reached like the top of the fucking mm-hmm. list. Because, like, this isn't so for a couple different reasons. One, it's not as tropey, it's not as campy, it's not a generic shonen. it's not anything like that. It, this is something that, like, it's in its own wheelhouse. It's something so different. It's something so because, like, for all intents and purposes, this show is so very different from traditional anime. Like, from the art style, mm-hmm. to the story, to the present, like, everything. It's it's completely different. So, I, honestly, this is one of those shows that I think is hop-skipped and leaped above everything else on the top of my list of, like, hey, I would recommend you do this. If you can get over the fact that these people are animals, and it's an animated show, and you can focus on this story, you can get into anime, too. because if you like i know that's like a lot of just like hey if you can get over this this and this but it's just like i feel like those are three small minor things
0: it's definitely an anime i'd recommend to people who are coming in especially from like a movie background and that kind of thing and all that like if they if they enjoy movies that are very similar to this i definitely recommend it to them i put it right next to uh cowboy bebop and uh black lagoon as animes that don't feel like anime
1: yep black lagoon's an interesting one black lagoon has a special place in my heart but no i I forget that it
2: does i I totally agree with the both of you like because i have heard that same question asked like if if for your one friend that's not into anime or like has Mm -hmm. no interest in anime what would you show them and everyone always says like first episode of attack on titan or First episode of Jujutsu Kaisen, or like if you want to do like more like a little bit older but still going, like you can do One Piece, which by God, please do not do that; you'll be stuck in it forever. But like for me, me hell, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, didn't mean to throw you on the spot. But like (laughs) for me, my my intros were always the like uh, the ones that were off center from your traditional animes. Like for mine was always going to be like fully coolly. Like, you want an off-the-wall, but just I would totally... Never. Oh, I would do... Because I would be like, hey, listen. Like, you want to go watch Naruto and Bleach and stuff? Like, go for it. You're going to get stuck in it forever. But it's it's you're going to see that repeated, that same formula repeated in all the new shows from, like, Shonen and everything coming out. If you want something off-the-wall and crazy that's, like, just a, a encapsulates what really could be, like, a one-off anime show, like, Fooly Cooly is
1: one. Uh, an art piece. It's not. It's not an anime show. This is just an art piece. Honestly,
2: but like those shows are the ones where I'm like, that's the type of show I want people okay. to get into. Okay, like, okay. Same with, same you hit, with, you like, hit home uh, there. yeah, like, like a uh, Wonder Egg Priority.
1: It's superb. I like. I still I'll have go. to watch the last episode, but yes,
2: but it's, but it's, it totally
1: is goes again
0: last episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, episode uh, thirteen that which. <laughs> The, the reasoning behind it is, like, I completely understand, but I hear that it's just not a very... Imagine imagine
2: being, like, one of Santa's elves, and you're, like, 30 seconds away from getting your last present wrapped, and you haven't even, like, started. And the panic that goes into wrapping a present and how shittily it is kind of at the end, but it's still wrapped. That's, like, the last episode of yeah. that show. But anyway... Anywho, that aside anyway, to Odd Taxi. Like,
0: back, yeah, back to Odd Taxi.
2: That's why I feel like Odd Taxi is one of those that goes in that bucket of shows where like it is, it is not a traditional anime. It goes against what you would prescribe to be like the anime formula of like, you know, either really intense or like lots of like fighting and, and, and battles and combative and things like that. Like it goes against that completely. And to your point too, Ryan, like it is kind of like the perfect anime to show someone who is like a big movie buff because it has those movie elements, like mm-hmm. it never stops from from beginning to end. It is a continuous roller coaster ride of holy shit. I don't, I can't see an end to this. <laughs> like, it, like it, it just the, keeps going.
1: Yeah, the plot is also very similar to like movie style, in which it's just like, hey, there is a definitive end, like beginning and end. And mm-hmm. if you want to pick it apart and. Sp- a little bit of a spoiler here. It's left open ended for the ending. Like you can kind of imagine what's going to happen. Like that definitely does lead into the the kind of movie debate of like this is more just a very extended movie than it is a TV show. Because if you watch it back to back to back, I mean, Ryan, what do you think? I, Did you think I it was like a movie or it was it a like TV a movie. show?
0: It felt like a yeah. movie.
2: I can imagine. It felt
0: like a movie. It's just a bop and song every twenty three minutes.
2: Oh <laughs> hell yeah!
0: <laughs> and with that, let's keep going down these characters. Uh, we're gonna keep going with the gorilla, the fun loving, the Amuri, uh,
1: the doctor, the doctor. No, oh, wait, no. The wait—is it the doctor or the best friend? Yeah, the, no, chim- the doc- gorilla is the doctor. Never mind, the, the, doctor. Doctor. Yeah, the, the doctor yeah.
0: his friend, his, yeah. his doctor and drinking buddy. Yeah, he goes to the ball with there- him and uh, is
2: that a friend? Yeah, yeah. is his one friend that ends up actually being the most useless in the entire show. Oh, we'll get to him. Most
1: useless this. and the most like fucking critical to this fucking. Film. I know. Oh my the god. The
2: doctor, though, when he started the doctor,
0: when he started digging into the past, I I couldn't
2: figure out what he was doing for the life of me. And it was so crazy too because it, his his character kind of took a one eighty. Mm-hmm. because in like I want to say like episode three or four like Otaka was going in for a routine checkup he can't mm-hmm. sleep he's got issues with um, like falling asleep and, and whatnot he's got back problems too so he goes to the, the doctor and he the gorilla is pretty much like you probably should go see someone else dude like I can't help you here like you really need to go to like an actual like full fledged hospital with Staff that can treat you like it's just me and my capoeira ass kicking alpaca here, like
1: who's also stealing drugs from me, <laughs> yeah,
2: but like it's the drugs you, you need you get sort of the sense like like he's he's good at heart, he like he comes from a good place, but he doesn't care for him like as a friend he like he only sees him as his patient, right, and he was doing everything in his power to like help him out as his patient, then we get to the last five episodes where he just goes on this adventure by himself. He's just off mm-hmm. at like snippets of him in, in episodes where he's trying to figure out what in the ever loving fuck happened to Otakawa in his past that mm-hmm. has caused him to be this way. Cause you find out through the medical history and, and sort of uh, like little hints that the gorilla was dropping is that like the taxi driver has some mental issues. We don't really know what they are, but there's something more than just like having trouble sleeping in a back pain. There's like real deep mental psychological issues going on I with know. Odakawa, but you don't know what they are. And it, he, the gorilla makes it his mission. He's like, fuck him being my patient. Uh, he's my friend above all else. And I will go to hell and back to figure out what's wrong with him because uh, no one knows. Mm-hmm. After we uh,
0: get through these characters i we will get into the massive spoiler, the ending, and just how everything connects the uh I, I me and my friend have a name for movies and shows like this. we call them whiteboard shows where you need a fucking whiteboard <laughs> next to you to lay out the entirety of the of the piece of media you're watching.
2: Frank made the analogy of these famous scene from it's always sunny in philadelphia with uh charlie day yeah yeah, when you were saying get
1: your get your yarn out in your photos i was like that's my fucking line that's my charlie day line all right i'm not just like no other show has
2: ever used that same reference get
1: off my back get off your (laughs) high horse let it happen anywho i do want to say back to the monkey i think one of the things that like really kick like kick starts kick drives whatever the fuck you want to call it uh, as to why he really goes back into Otakawa's or Otakawa's uh, past and figuring out what is actually wrong with him. Um, before I get into that, I think like also you can tell that Otakawa is very socially weird when it comes to people. Like you kind of get those hints not just because like his voice is monotone, but just like the interactions and the cr- like the crap that he says and like people are like, this is not normal. This is not normal at all. But I think what uh, back to the on topic the. Uh, the doctor what really kickstarts that is that he helps his assistant he helps the alpaca get out of the debt get out of the trouble that she had and like covers up her opioid like uh, not exploitation but stealing etc and selling theft yeah there you go so like i think because he sees that he cares so much about even the most minor people around him he's like okay I need to figure out and help this guy. Like, if he's not going to go seek it, I'm going to do it for him. And I think that's that's what really sees it. But, like, the, the last five episodes when he's doing this, it's just, you get zero information at all as to what the hell, like, he's doing. You don't get any hints. Like, you, uh, you understand that he's looking into his background, but you don't understand... What he is finding, because he, every episode it ends with him, and he's just like, "Nani? Like what?" <laughs> it's just like he's he just keeps finding shit, and you're like, "What did you find? What did you find? I need to know." And then it's not until the last episode that you find out what happened, like no, what didn't. is going truly going on. And you're like, "Oh, it unloads everything." But with that, just a shotgun from- blast.
2: <laughs> That's putting on. it. That's like a shotgun we're blast like- fired out of a cannon.
0: The third Something member like of this drinking group that <laughs> would go to their local little bar there, Engie.
1: Oh, my God. He's the best friend. He's the best the friend. He's the, the, the best friend. The, the chimpanzee, uh, right? Uh, yeah. The most frustrating character of this show. <sighs> the show. He can
2: basically summed up as like your creepy uncle who thinks he hits it big with someone on Tinder and they find out it's just like a catfish. And then it ends up being I no just worse finds thing
1: out yet. that it's a catfish. It's a dangerous catfish. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's one that has teeth.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it is a catfish <laughs> with a mob attached to it, a literal mob, not like a mob of people, but the mob.
2: Is it a school of catfish? Would it? Would that be like? I, I was hoping there'd be like another phrase for what you can categorize a group of catfish, like a murder of crows. It'd be like a gaggle of catfish. But yeah, no, it nothing, nothing in this show at any point is it good for his best friend the chimpanzee like it is constant sad and depression he doesn't have any money he doesn't have love in his life he like he drinks at the bar and eats food at the bar and the even the bartender's like good god your life is miserable and he's
1: perfect character analogy to them
2: oh god what now
1: everything's turning up millhouse
2: He's yeah, little yep. millhouse. He's pretty, pretty much an 30, old
1: millhouse.
0: 35-year-old mill house.
1: Yep. God.
0: Yep. It, also but, a group of catfish is called a ball. A
2: ball of catfish? That's amazing. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, so,
1: that's fan fucking tastic. I love <laughs> so it. So he
2: got catfished and it turned out to be a ball of catfish. But yeah, like so he he at one point, and again, I, I say this with like all sincerity in my heart and that he is the most useless character in the entire show, which says a lot because of all the characters that are in this show. He, the most important part is that he gets wrapped up in what's called a badger scheme with one of the, uh, members from the idol group, their manager and a gang that's local to town. To the point where he thinks that he's in love with this young idol girl who's like still in college or something, I think. Or maybe even high school. Yeah. Uh, I, think no, I think it's college. I think it's all college. Yeah. 18,
0: 19.
2: yeah. And like taking out loans to go to big fancy dinners, taking out even bigger loans to get a engagement ring. And it all comes crumbling down when she's like, you dumb idiot. Did you really think I was in love with you? Nah, we're going to hold you for ransom, though. And then for like two that episodes, was- he's trapped in a big fucking and warehouse somewhere getting the
1: shit rocked
2: oh yeah well he's like so
1: heartbreaking
2: and he he's crying and he's like but you love me and she's like when in the ever-loving hell would anyone ever fall in love with you and you're like my heart kind of breaks but at the same time he is a dipshit and he took out like five bajillion dollars in loans so you kind of like don't feel that bad for him and again he's like yeah useless character so you're like show me the more interesting ones let's move along from with
0: that we can actually get to one of my favorite characters (laughs) from this entire show because i think this will take us down we've met as friends
2: can we guess can we guess what your favorite who your favorite character was yeah yeah i guess the ones that were remaining it is no is it dobu it is is dobu yeah
1: i I actually i agree i really i really like dobu's character because it it he is the atypical villain who thinks he is in control of everything, and he mm-hmm. literally has zero control of anything. No, Dobu. But is... But he, he—he's is, it's like flying it. his through the so coattails,
0: good. and he thinks he is—he thinks he is this absolute mad lad when there are much crazier people ahead of him, and all of this oh, kind of yeah. Thing. And so Dobu, a character who we see come up in the taxi, I believe in episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of tries to hardball Odakara into giving him his uh, cam data which god that that dash cam data really was just a major
2: everyone and their goddamn sister wanted that da- the
1: yeah, dash cam I'm like,
0: camera like, why does up? everyone want this fucking
2: dash cam
1: <laughs> the police wanted it Dobu wanted it the manager wanted it like my grandma wanted it all I for different leave.
2: reasons no
0: but mm. I think Dobu can really be summarized as just somebody who thinks he is the ringleader when he is just another pawn on the playing field. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. His, oh yeah. His what? character was so well written; it's insane. Like every everything about this show is so well written, but his character specifically, like, is just so. It, it, I could almost equate it to the best friend, like the pathetic best friend. And which it, he is a pathetic character. He is, like, this person, like, yeah, I'm tough, I'm bad, I'm hard, I'm, I've i got a warrant out for my head. And, like, this fucking ki- hippopotamus kid who's being a social, like, person for good who wants to capture me he's gonna kill me or beat me up and claim my bounty, like, he is none of that. He fucking gets his ass just whooped. Week after week, I feel like. Because his plans either just end up failing or somebody just out... Like, either somebody outwits him or just something just... Shit goes awry and, his, like, nothing works in his favor. And it's it's so well done. It's not in a cliche manner at all. I It's... Yeah, I agree with you, Ryan. His, his character is one of my favorites in this show. By far.
0: Now, let's get to his counterpart in the seedy underbelly. And just some amazing bores coming out of this man. Yano. (laughs) I love Yano. Yano was hilarious. He
2: he was the best because like. He came off as so unthreatening. Mm -hmm. Because he had this giant polar bear to be like the the muscle of his operation. Mm -hmm. But then you realize like he's kind of diabolical if you like read into his lyrics because he would always rap every like when he would speak to you he would rap
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
2: uh it was incredible too by the way I, I want all of his songs like on a mixtape now because <laughs> they were great but yeah like it, it was so funny contrasting Dobu with Yano because they were part of the same gang but they were inevitably like rivals within that gang they were always trying to one up each other and Dobu turned out to be what we had previously thought of as like this great villain that was being tried, like tracked down constantly. Turns out he really was down on his luck and had no real good operations of late uh, the, until he met Otakawa and got roped into one of his new schemes. But that Yano, this porcupine, small ass, not very threatening dude, is like this eater writing. <laughs> yeah, who wrote just bars. And wrapped to his little heart's content was this evil scooter ma- <laughs> yeah I wrote a scooter is this evil like mastermind that was one upping dobu left and right within the gang and getting all of the praise um I liked his character, I kind of like like his intro into the show was funny with the fact that he like ran into Odakawa um I think during Halloween, On the scooter. yeah, yeah, and he like Otakakawa was like oh. Uh, sorry, and the dude just starts rapping at him, and like I know my I was like my head kind of cocked to the side. I was like, "What in the hell is happening?" Like, did I have an aneurysm? What's going on? Why is everything being wrapped? And then even like at the end when he scoots away, Otakawa's like, "I gotta go home. I gotta go to sleep. This is a bad dream. <laughs> like something's going yeah. on. This is weird." Yeah, I, I thought his we... char- I thought his oh, character yeah, was we're... good. I mean, it. it I, I yeah, I, I like the fact that it. There's like a switching moment between like Dobu and Yano as far as like their successes, gang members, Mm -hmm. and I like that transition because it really like speaks to the growth in the in the the development of the characters, but then also like it's like marvelously done in the grand scheme of the entire show.
0: And then it does feel like people in this show comes in groups of three, and the third member of this underground yakuza and. One of the more important characters I feel like is the CD manager of Mystery Kiss, Fuyoki Yamamoto. I
2: feel like he was like the like roped in to the group. Like he wasn't like a voluntary member. It was more involuntary based on the the He's biggest still... spoiler. Yeah,
1: I would say of the not, show, not the biggest spoiler. One ah! of the one of the major plot points, I would say. Um, You're right. So, the biggest yeah.
2: spoiler has to do what's in Otakawa's closet, right, Frank?
1: No, no, it does not. It is not. It is not a cat. It is not the cat that is the biggest spoiler. Despite but, what you think, yeah, you spit wh- up that water. What spoiler are fine. we
0: talking about here? We can talk about. Uh, I'm, I'm talking here. about. I'm oh, talking about my. the
1: fact that. So so the only reason that the porcupine and his bodyguard of a polar bear are brought into the show is because of the spoiler in which one of the idol girls mysteriously gets killed. And they have to, instead of going to the police, oh, saying, like, hand, like hand, hand. She,
2: she, according to the news, she's missing for like the entirety oh, of man. the show.
1: Yes, and so she, you either think that she's dead, or, like she's probably dead or that she's in Odakawa's closet, which
2: because from the start of the show, there's like these little bits of Odakawa like talking to his closet, and there's something in his closet. He even gets investigated investigated by the police. People ask him, like, dude, are you seriously the person that's like housing this missing idol?" like numerous characters ask him like integral characters ask oh. him and he never answers them directly he, he either get distracted by something else or he just stays silent and the scene moves on Back do not the manager though you are so Back salty that the... i got this one right you are so mad not, that i got this right. i am you i am honestly so not
1: mad or salty at all it was the, the easiest fucking like low ball toss of what? like a spoiler oh. you could guess you can't even give me credit i am giving you credit i said you were correct but i'm saying out of all the spoilers in this show that one was probably the easiest to get you did not get the part immediately after they find out it's a cat but that is for later in this talk that's back her. to the manager the manager the only reason the mob is included in this show at all is that the manager called them to dispose of this dead girl's body So now you have a missing idol, and now you have a manager who has to pay off the mob. So they are running these Badger games. Like, this manager is literally roped in, but at the same time, he did it to himself. Just call the police, be like, there's a dead body. We don't know how it got here.
2: He's like, we don't know what happened. He's the epitome of like digging your own grave, but then instead of being like, all right, I'm done now, being like, I'll go dig like five more graves too. Like is he, constantly just putting himself in bad. Isn't spots. the
0: manager also Yakuza though? Like he is Yakuza. No, he right? only no. He, only he is, becomes
1: Yakuza because of disposing the dead body. Oh, that's why I they get roped into he, the badger. game. I games.
0: thought he was doing the badger schemes beforehand.
1: No, no. He he's like, him. I know a guy. He's like, that, I know a guy that'll that'll help us out of the oh, situation. Okay. But that help out of the situation included. Hey, you're gonna run badger games for me in return with these idol girls. Plus, okay.
2: plus they'd get 50% of the mystery kiss profit. Like there was a whole bunch mm-hmm. of shit this put him into, and but yeah, like yeah. it was like one bad situation after another for him. And he like, he never tried to get away from it or get out of it. It was just like, how, how do I stay Does alive this in this situation?
1: <laughs> yeah. I might as like, well let this happen.
2: Yeah. That was the most frustrating part about his character was that like, it seemed like there were ample opportunities to be like, okay, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have called the Yakuza to get rid of this body but i'm in this position now what can i do to get out of it or like how do i figure out a way to escape without hurting anyone else and his hope like never thought of that for one second his only thoughts were mm, how can i become an integral asset to this yakuza without killing myself the girls though not really worried about too much they can go be a part of badger games and get sold out for different things it's fine how do I keep myself protected? But yeah, I mean, like you said, Ryan, he becomes a crucial piece to like multiple different plots. Like it's, it's crazy.
0: And I think with that, we move on to the next three people we have, which is the three uh, people probably in their early twenties, Shun, Tai Chi, and God, where's the other one? What can I think of their name? Uh, uh, Hajime, that uh, was well, skull mask for most of it.
1: Oh, yes, yes, you know, like... his episode, his episode in general, was one of the best.
0: Oh, it's insane! But I think we're gonna start here with uh, the idol loving
2: Shun. <laughs> I love this kid. So he takes his story, starts out funny with his introduction to the show because he rides in Otakawa's taxi, I think, in the first episode as well. He's like the last ride, yeah where he's coming from like a, a, some sort of meet and greet and he jumps in the taxi. He's like, I need to go here, but I only have this amount of cash. He's like, I'll pay you back or give you a, you want an autograph thing? And he talks about how he like spends all of his money on mystery kiss. He doesn't have a lot of money. Uh, and then he, I think at the, right before he gets out, he's like, Hey, give me your five or six favorite numbers. And Otakawa yeah. was like, what? And he's like, well, I played the lottery. He's like, and Otakawa's like, wait, 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 wait. So you don't have money for the taxi, but you just went off and bet, bought like $50 US dollars worth of like lottery tickets? Yeah. And Otakawa gives him random numbers. And he gives him like,
1: Yeah. He, yeah, looks yeah, at yeah. A, he looks at yeah, he a, he a looks picture at his of lockers and, like, and just gives he's him like, walker numbers.
2: It's like, no real basis for why. Two episodes later, oh, that kid just won uh, 100 or no, ten it was,
1: no, it's one billion yen. Is it so one hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, it was no. one billion yen because there were ten there were ten cases of a hundred million yen.
2: So ten million dollars US. One billion yen is ten million US dollars. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's one so million yen or one ch- billion yen. Yeah. Huge yeah. chunk
2: of change. Yeah. And, Turns his life around, but still spends probably half of it now on Mystery Kiss. Well, not he, even. And
1: then does the millennial thing and posts it online like, I won the lottery! And that's when he was introduced
2: to the good old Yakuza.
1: Yeah, got it. Yakuza are like, cool, we can rob this kid, no problem.
2: <laughs> yeah. Technology's great. And then one soda car, learns that he
0: posted it online, he's like, make it look fake. For the love of God, kid! Yeah, say like you forged
1: it. Say you forged it. Get mm-hmm. out of town, fucking! And then he does the dumb shit thing. Is he gets out of town, and then he fucking still posts shit of where he is, and then people find out where the hell he still is.
2: Mm-hmm. He can't because be kept away from Mystery Kiss. Mystery Kiss is away life. from the
1: internet. Well, well,
0: he. I, I think will have better chances of getting away from the internet than fame hungry
1: Tai Chi.
2: Who, this this is frank's favorite character right frank you love the hippo the
1: hippo fuck the hippo fuck this <laughs> kid this kid is a piece of shit I hate like his character his character is so well written his character is like joffrey from game of thrones you fucking hate this character yeah because he's he meant everything, be- everything that's wrong with like today's youths
2: oh yeah he's meant to be hated from the start the fact that yeah. he gets and into they did a, a tax job about it I mean, your introduction to him is he gets into the taxis complaining about people being popular online and how he can't go viral. And then he's like, hey, let me take a picture of you because you look sad and depressing. And then I'll post it online about how this guy gave me a taxi ride and gave me good life advice. And that's what kind of kickstarts it all. That's where it starts. Yeah. Is he posts like this feel good message on whatever quitter teeter, whatever stupid site they, they're they using in the For show. For the lack
1: of a better term, Twitter. Yeah. they're Twitter.
2: Yeah, and he gets huge hits and it gets one viral post and then it just spirals out of control from there. And at one point oh, You know,
1: you know <laughs> yeah. why the post went spiraled out of control, right? Because in the background of the photo, walking it's on the Dobu. street is Dobu, Dobu, who's wanted. So this all is like, hey, I'm gonna catch a Dobu now. Yep. And and it just goes downhill from there. The minute he
0: I'm like the minute he showed up to try and catch dobu at the pier I was like I thought he was gonna get fucking shot I thought that kid was
1: dead in I the was water hoping. I was hoping yeah but but you if- find out later that that's not, that's against the rules
2: yep there's a lot of stuff that's against the rules that we find out
1: but no there's yeah, only it- one rule
2: well, but it comes into play in different scenarios, and you didn't realize how impactful no. it was until you find out at the end that that's the, that is the case, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long story short, Hippopotamus character, this kid, he fucking blows. He's he's terrible. He is the absolute worst. Uh, but he did have then, sex
2: with an idol in a well, penthouse, so pretty well sweet. job, well
1: job writers, well job writers. <laughs> but fuck you, <laughs> fucking kid. I I forgot about the weird sex scene with them.
0: <laughs>
2: I forgot about that. Sorry about bringing that up. I just because the best part was that I I was watching it like laughing, knowing Mm -hmm. oh Frank's watching it right now, and I bet he's like yelling profanity at his screen right now, and it just makes me smile on the inside that he's getting so upset. It's
1: more so like what the fuck is this like little idle cat dog thing, whatever it is doing? Because there were like one was like a dog, or two were dogs, and one was a cat. I don't know. But regardless, it was just. Two, two dogs, dogs and, and
0: cat. two cats, I think. Well,
1: well, oh, one one dead cat. It's got nine
2: lives. Too soon.
1: Not Too soon, soon. enough? Anywho. two cats,
2: one dog, I think. But yeah, anywho, yeah. all you have to know is that the hippo, the hippo became blows. virally famous and then got shot down to earth yeah. and almost killed. Uh, and then Dude. the last end
0: of the uh, I'd call them the uh, use of like the youth of so you can get different views of the youth. I feel like what these were characters are used for. Yeah is the absolutely batshit insane uh gotcha gameplay uh hogymy
2: skulls face this poor kid poor kid never had he a chance
1: did it to himself he did <laughs> it to himself he, to he himself. had a, he had like this is what you call a gambling addiction kids,
2: but it started off at a young age and it just it did never it never improved with it wasn't gambling at the young age though it was it was the wanting to like be like fit in to a group, or like be noticed, or be popular. Because it started but with this whole.
1: But, but eBay is like a form of gambling, a kind of sort of saying it's not a gambling money to potentially win something. I'm not the more you go saying. up, the per- better your chances. And
0: fucking Dobu having the fucking eraser.
1: <laughs> oh yeah well oh, at the okay, very so, end well yeah. Otakawa had the eraser but That's Otakawa right, got come, it from Dobu
2: yes and people are listening like, like what in the shit are they talking about this is basically the show fucking, by the way everyone.
1: This, is, this is this is your whiteboards get your yeah. your whiteboards yeah. have to get be out it. your string and yarn your Charlie Day needs to be behind you like
2: <laughs> yeah but the, the, gacha, the gachapon kid childhood starts off with wanting to fit in at school not good at sports not the most attractive I guess but like
1: not smart, at all. He,
2: yeah, so he like fits in with this group of kids that collect erasers, and there was always this one kid that showed him up because his parents traveled, and he was like, "I will find the one eraser," and finds this one of a kind eraser of uh, a famous comedian. I think right.
1: Yes, who yeah, ends up being the, the father of, of some the sort,
2: and who's the father of the idol girl who got killed. In case you didn't know, crazy shit there. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He places bids online to try to get it, and he's bidding forever with this one dude. And it eventually gets up to an astronomical number. And it technically, like, mix, misclicks. It goes from like what was supposed to be a hundred U.S. dollars, so ten thousand yen to a hundred thousand yen, which is a thousand dollars. And he wins it, and then his dad beats the shit out of him. And like, I think he did then that on it- purpose. Oh, did he? I thought it was like a slight. He misquick. did that on
1: purpose. No, I think he did that on purpose no, just for the it, fact that he's like, he did I did not want to lose out on this, so oh, okay. he wouldn't lose.
2: Yeah, I thought he Yeah, but like he wins. His dad kicks the ever-loving shit out of him, um, and then it becomes erasers, an adult. Eras- <laughs> yeah, then poof, he's out on his own and has a job. Yeah, um, but yeah, like it, it started that addiction to like getting rare items and getting like like and gambling he, on things
0: then he gets addicted to gotcha games
2: yep one of them is like just a zoo like crap. yeah it's like a zoo you create your own zoo and he's going after this this dodo bird that's like a As rare someone
0: ex- who, uh...
1: because he had a dodo bird eraser and he's like yep. oh the dodo is the most expensive like the most rare like i need this dodo
0: no, as someone who plays a lot of Fate Go, it is just a drug. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Yeah,
2: we're sorry. You, you we're do here, we're know, here for you, you though. Do know,
1: you do know cocaine would be cheaper.
0: Oh, probably. Cocaine doesn't have waifu. Jesus.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got a point there, okay?
1: You guys both made valid points.
2: <laughs> um, But yeah, he, he's playing. He finally, after spending, I think it was like 30,000 US dollars or something, it, like yeah, within like a year or two. Thing. Crazy. Out of money he finally gets the dodo only to have a crazy tax driver fly down a street, almost hit him, and cause him to drop his phone into a like a i guess a sewer drain area uh and break his phone and Of course, when he tries to restart it and get all of his information back uh the dodo was never got it never went through the dodo it was, a doo-doo. It was a doo was a doo doo dodo. And so this character who has an entire episode dedicated to him becomes the like, pin, like, like the main, he becomes the stalker of Otakawa. Yeah, but not just a stalker, a stalker with a gun and a mask Yeah, and, and like an actual, like somewhat villain. I
0: don't remember how he came upon the gun.
1: So uh, I think it was, it Double was during...
2: buried it. Dobu buried it yeah. in a park and he like randomly stumbled in the
1: park and was like,
2: I don't know That's what was right. happening. He That's like, right. he like, no, he,
1: he had an animal. I think he had like some sort of like pet or something, or he had some sort of plant. Oh, and he was he had burying a, it and he, he dug a
2: bird die. That's right. He yeah. had a bird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <And> he was <laughs> digging it
2: a grave.
1: Whole yeah. horrible
2: day. Loses his dodo bird, then his actual bird sure dies. dies. And then so he this finds is, gone.
1: This is the This is the only mystery in the show. That I am bewildered and has never explained. How his what bird died? What the fuck is Oda No, what is Otakawa running from? Because he is driving in a back alley like a bat out of hell. Oh isn't
0: that when Dobu is in the call of him?
1: Like no. At him? No. no, this no, is no, when that's... he was like I was confused. I was, was confused. I was confu- no. I'm not a kid. Somebody's... No, he wasn't a kid. This was no. like months
2: before though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this was the part I, I saw the same part too. I had the same question I believe if I remember correctly this is the part where the alpaca he's supposed to meet with the alpaca he was with Dobu like the whole night and he was supposed to meet with the alpaca to just like hang out and talk and oh. he's like oh shit, I'm late he's like oh shit I'm late and he like just flies down the street yeah like something okay. something super like like nothing actual serious it's like legit just late and that's what happened
1: okay so i didn't know that 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 was the one mystery of the show that was unanswered to me but we but it goes to it goes to
2: show that literally every single piece in an episode matters and it's that's how cobwebby the show is but Yeah. yeah i i will say my favorite part with our our poor gotcha kid who turns to be a skull mask kid that even when I rewatch the episode gives me tingles is where he's confronting Dobu and Odakawa. Finally, like, I finally found you and I, you're going to apologize to me. And there's that screechy, horrible, eerie sounding music that plays as he's screaming at them. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you now. So you better say your goddamn prayers. And it's just like, you're put on edge. You're like, Jesus, mm-hmm. this is too, this is too terrifying. Oh, like holy cow.
0: And, if there's something I really enjoy in media, it's when they're counting shots of a gun. Yeah. And he's like, there's only one shot left. It's fine. We're fine.
1: No, he has and, zero shots left. He shot yeah. six times. So he should be out.
0: Yeah. And then he had more. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah.
1: Then he pulls the trigger and he gets shot. And he's like,
0: fuck, I miscounted. Yeah. I love that moment.
1: But I do, thought that, that was great,
0: was and uh, we only have a few characters left here. We have the uh, Yin the and Polish Yang brothers. dogs of crime and justice. I
1: love them. I love Diamond
2: them. and they're Little dumb. Diamond.
1: Yeah, Damon they're and so Diamond. I love them.
2: Yeah, they're uh, they're annoying pieces of shit. I'll give them that.
0: I love them in the bank, uh, not the lottery ticket plan. I their involvement in that was fantastic.
1: Yeah. The other older older is like, I'm the police, I can't get hurt. Gets hurt. He's like, How did this happen? Little brother's like, why did you do this? And you're going to jail. Yeah. He gets his shit wrecked by Yano and the
0: giant uh <laughs> is Yano Alright everybody one polar bear versus older- dog. Who
1: wins? Yeah.
2: yeah it it their their relationship with all the characters is funny mm-hmm. because like the the older well they're mm-hmm. twins but the one who considers himself to be the older brother is like what you would envision to be like a typical dirty cop kind of mm-hmm. like does what's best for him kind of skirts the line of being ethical and not ethical works alongside a criminal you know for very personal and and mm-hmm. mischievous reasons and then there's the the quote-unquote dumber younger brother who, like, is oblivious to everything and is just like, I want justice! Justice for all! And, uh, you're like, wow, you offer a lot to this. Kudos. Uh, and then ends up being, like, a huge main piece of the story at the end, but yeah, yeah, their interactions are more funny than anything else. Like, you kind of get
0: no, they are a distracted by that.
1: Well. Yeah.
0: But not the comedic duo of the homo sapiens.
1: Oh my god. I honest. love these two idiots. I love these two <laughs> idiots. Their humor is so dry and so dumb. And it's like, yes, oh, give it, it to me. Give me the, all of it.
0: It is the driest, but, most deadpan humor.
2: <laughs> it's hilarious, and too, because, it. like like i know earlier i was like oh Otakawa's best friend is the most useless character these guys honestly played little to no part in the show other than one of them being in a relationship with one of the idols at one point but like their whole purpose was they were the radio show that Otakawa listened to and then we finally like see them and you're like oh okay we can put a face to a voice and you're like good god your lives are depressing and together like you are really not that funny, are you? And that's, like, their whole shtick, is, like, them realizing, like, the one realizing, like, I am not that funny, and the other one getting popular and being like, yeah, you're not, we should break up.
1: And then the funniest thing that they ever fucking do is one of the, in the last episode, like... Uh, without giving the like complete ending away, like a car is flying through the air and he's like, I'm literally being interrupted by a car. And then just like, that's it. It's just like, <laughs> that is the funniest line you have in this entire it's, show. It's and it's good, perfect. Well, all,
2: it's all their funny perfect. lines, all their funny lines happen when they're not being recorded or, and not in front of an audience. Like literally yeah. every single time they're actually funny in the show, there's no one around besides the two of them.
1: Yep. I love them. I, I don't care what anybody says. They're, like, they're, they're, a they're good. so dumb. I love them.
2: They're a good comedic relief, and I guess. you brought
0: up the relationship with the idol group, which will bring us to the second to last group we have to talk about, which is the idols. Kiss.
1: Mystery Kiss. Mystery which... Kiss. Mystery Kiss plus one, or minus one. <laughs> plus one, minus one. Minus one, plus one. There you go.
2: Frank, do the math. It's just Mystery Kiss, then. You good dingle. God,
1: It is a, uh, a depressing group of Shh. girls.
2: Yeah, (laughs) like but I love the fact that they give them purpose too in the show and you actually like care about them as characters Mm -hmm. because you learn about their backstories and they have interesting backstories too because like the main the lead the center for the group is a perfectionist who doesn't know the taste of defeat and never will. Yes, Mm -hmm. she like she's so adamant about being the best. She can possibly be at everything that she does because defeat is not an option. And if she does get defeated, uh, then murder comes into play, <laughs> but you, you kind of get a, a quick glimpse into her past and, and why she's the way she is. Then you have the more depressing other piece of mystery kiss, which is the one who just wants a big house to be, to be rich. So you can have a big bath because because she, she was poor she's
1: poor and she that's just that's really a it fucking bath. yeah she just wants a bath that's all and just give her a bath then you got
0: the dead one yep the dead one and who's got dead? The dead
1: one who was who was who was the the perfect one for all intents and purposes like they were gonna replace the main girl with her which is why main girl was like no i'm the perfectionist i need to be the main i need to like snap necks and oh wait somebody snapped this neck for me cool um what?
2: Uh uh Bludgeoned and then Strangled. Thank you very much.
1: We only see the strangle part. I don't see the bludgeon part. Anywho, that's besides that. anyway, and then we learn
2: of the last and
0: arguably most dangerous of the group. The uh mm. the true yes. killer One... behind it all.
1: Yeah. That's that's the spoiler. Yeah, uh the person who missed out as being the third member of Mystery Kiss, the other black cat.
2: Um, And just loves chicken.
1: She loves chicken. And she, like, her mom, like, she basically was raised by a single mom, and her, her mom was like, hey, you're young, you're attractive. Go make your dreams a reality, no matter the cost. So she's like, cool, I can do that. Let's abandon all humanity and just kill to get where we need to go. I mean, mom said it was okay. So what's the spoiler deal? alert, she's the one that kills the other black cat, and that's how then we get here and the final character we have to talk about
0: the person who I could, uh, while going through this list of characters, I could attach to everyone the tapir that we only meet a few times Kuroda, the Yakuza leader the, the yeah. head of the mob
2: boss the Odakawa's spa buddy
0: yeah, the uh, the man on the car just likes to get in uh, a sauna with, and they just did just hang out.
2: Yeah, like you never would that, have thought that, with, with all the interactions that this taper would have any role.
0: It took me so long to figure out what kind of animal he was. I'm like, is yeah, he I a, didn't know I what type to he with was a either. Oh, uh, no, he's a tapir. Yeah. So yeah, my so roommate look, I, Rock by so, like. What's the tapir of tattoos? Like oh, it's a tapir.
1: So did you guys did you guys know like right off the bat when you met his character the first time in the spa, did you know that he was like the head of the head of the yakuza? I,
0: I guessed from his tats and the way he talked that he was high up in the yakuza.
1: That's yep. that's that's my reasoning too cuz I I had that guess too. But yeah, this this man I've enough
0: of the yakuza games to know <laughs> those tats mean business.
1: Well, so there's so here's a few notes for those of you who don't really aren't unindated with like Japanese culture. Two things. One, guns are illegal and J- essentially illegal in Japan. They're non-existent. Like I mean, after World War II, they outlawed they outlawed guns. You can get a like a concealed carry permit, but you have to jump through more hoops than the being a fucking president of like the United States to get yeah. a gun holding license in japan mm-hmm. and the second thing in japan tattoos are a huge no-no like the, it's becoming a little less stringent now but back like basically if you have a tattoo and it is visible people will associate you as being a delinquent or with the yakuza or some other equivalent gang
0: Those like very traditional style like japanese tattoos you think of Mm -hmm. originate from yakuza mob bosses who would cover them with it for honor across their bodies
2: i was gonna say that like real quick tidbit i'd gone to japan for um uh, law school purposes and we went to the kyoto prison and they told us the actual method that it takes to get a gun in japan you have to do a psychological and mental exam you have to do a physical exam you have to show that you can actually shoot the gun you have to completely take apart clean the gun and put it back together then you have to after doing that applied for the gun it takes three to six months to approve it once you get the gun you have to always have it in a safe and every every six months someone from the government will come to make sure that you're cleaning your safe, cleaning your gun, storing your bullets properly and actually have like discharged it at least once like in practice so that you're keeping up to date with being able to shoot it. Like that's how challenging it is to get a gun in Japan.
1: Like and, I said, you could become the United, the president of the United States <laughs> more easy than getting a gun in Japan.
2: Yeah. So, and I will, will say too, like tattoos are definitely like still myrrh. but if, if, It's only, like, if you're Japanese, like, if you're of a different ethnicity and you go to Japan, like, most people ask you questions about it. Um, I have tattoos and my friends have tattoos. And when we went to Japan, one of them went to an onsen. And I know they were asked questions. But, like, traditional things in Japan, like, you have to go to, like, a traditional... You can't go to a traditional onsen with tattoos. You have to go to one that's accepting of tattoos. Like, there's rules when you go to beaches, too. So... Uh Yeah, like when when I first saw the, the our our taper friend, I was like, mm, probably Yakuza, just through mm-hmm. general knowledge.
0: Yeah, just through uh, of knowing things about Japan and stuff. And yeah, honestly, a
1: character I really enjoyed that. Yeah, he a, was like the nicest fucking character. He, mm-hmm. he
0: for all probably the terrible awful things he's committed in his life, probably through the life of crime he's lived. He makes up for it in how he helps out throughout things.
2: Yeah, oh, and... I mean, he even admits that too, right? Like that's mm-hmm. sort that's of his like mindset. his, like his his ending, mm-hmm. his ending speech with OdaKawa is basically like him saying, you know, so you probably know who I am by now. Like, yeah, I've done bad shit in the past. Um, I'm going to retire. I know I have. Yeah, and I'm going to retire. I'm I'm getting out of it, but I know I can't like, I can't redeem myself for the actions that I've taken in my position as you know head of the yakuza. Like he had, like, it was like a real moment of him showing humanity, and you kind of realize like he's not bad. Like this sort of invisible figure that we've always been, like p- characters have been hinting at that we had been introduced to almost at the beginning as well, just didn't know it. Um, so oh. like. Ends up being this kind of nice guy,
1: yeah. And to to the point of why he's a nice guy, and I guess if you don't mind me, Ryan explaining why he's a nice guy and the spoilers no, around no, that, we are going to, um,
0: after we get through this last character, We're going to get into the one major spoiler of everything. So
1: oh, there's dis- there's so here's the thing. <laughs> you, there's one major spoiler, but there's a whole separate side story you probably don't even know about that we're gonna blow your mind on. But I anywho, back. back to this. There here's this mobster, um. He is the porcupine and Dobu's boss, essentially. And the one rule that he gave... Them, he's like, you you guys are my underlings. You need to give me X amount of money. The one rule you have in order to give me money... But, like, the one rule is you cannot kill. You cannot kill anybody. That is the one rule. So they, they go under these, like, really shitty scams... And all these badger games, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, to give the guy money... Why does this man need so money? Does he need to retire that much? No. As he says to Odakawa, he's like, hey, you probably know who I am. I've done a lot of good, but I've done more bad than good. Odakawa uh, was orphaned as a child, which you find out very early on in the show. Like He's mm-hmm. waiting for his parents to come back, but he's orphaned and you find out that his housing was paid through grants. Little do we know that this yakuza man is using all most if not all of the money he's getting from these badger games and other scams to pay these children's ways with grants and pay for their living and pay for their housing and food etc so he's done a lot of good for children he's done a lot of bad for adults do does it offset itself probably not but the Spoiler is, like, uh, one of the other spoilers is, like, after the, like, lottery, so the kid who won the lottery and he, like, got all a shit ton of money, about that, he loses a lot of it and a lot of it gets robbed, yada, 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 and a lot of it gets lost, but um, the money of ends at the bottom up of the Otakawa. sea. A hundred million of <laughs> it is at the bottom of the sea, but Odakawa gets the other 900 million or something like that, or whatever the kid gives him. And was like, yeah, I know one guy who could use this. And he gives it to the mobster as like a token of, hey, if you're going to retire, use this money to continue what you're doing for good, but get the fuck out of the bad. And and it's such a good ending to a character arc you don't see coming. And I love it. And in that relationship of like, hey, you raised me, I owe you my life. Here, do good for what you did good for me, do good to others. But get the fuck out of these Badger games. Stop telling these mobsters to do whatever. It's it's a good good story arc that that's wrapped up very well.
2: Yeah. When I like it, too, to to what you were saying before, how the only rule that he has is don't kill people. That was like Odakawa's last question to him. Because like Dobu kept saying it, and he heard it from Yano, too. Like, you know, we only have one rule. And he's like, well, what is it? And they're like... Can't tell you, you'll never know. And like, it was sort of like an afterthought. He's leaving the 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 sauna, and he he turns back to the yakuza boss, and he's like, "By the way, what was your one rule?" And he's like, "Can't kill anyone." And you kind of look back at all. Yep. But you look back at all those moments of like when death was in clear view for some of these characters, and you're like, "Well, this is it. That's the end of their life." And like either some extraneous event would happen that would deflect it and and cause it from not happening, or it would just not happen for, you know, another reason or another. Yeah. And it just always left you with like a, wow, that's kind of like lucky. Like they got off pretty clean for being at death's door and you realize like, oh, it's because they literally, they like, they were told not to kill anyone. Like you're fucking one rule in fight club we don't talk about flight club for the yakuza and for this group don't kill anyone that is not what we're about you don't kill and it's Just don't kill with that we are
0: going into now the main spoiler of the show and i'm curious on the one that you guys the second side spoiler that will blow my mind
2: are you talking about the pen
1: by the way I am talking about the pen. Leave the pen know about out the of pen, it, Ryan. The, the pen do you know the about, pen. about the pen? Okay, he doesn't know about but the hang pen. Hang on, hang on. We'll go into, on, we'll go into very shallow waters about the pen. We'll go into shallow waters about the pen, Ryan. You can, you can dig your own bunny hole going down that. But let's get into the main spoiler, Ryan. Give it to us, baby. The main spoiler is
0: this show isn't about furries. <laughs> it's it's not about
2: furries. <laughs>
1: God damn it. (laughs) You had to you had to like phrase it that way.
2: (laughs) I love how you put it too. Like like it's such a relief. Like, guys, it's not about furries.
1: They're not animals. They don't have (laughs) fur, it's just hair. It's just
0: a man who loved the zoo and could talk to animals easier than people. Instead, it's just really sad.
1: Yeah. So, this is fucking yeah. sad.
0: Odakara, when he was a child got in a terrible accident where his parents tried to kill him.
2: Murder and suicide. One parent was conscious, the other one was very drunk.
0: Yes, his his father was a drunk and his mother was uh insane. So, yeah. Um for
1: good reason.
0: Try tries to kill the father and son. And herself, the son lives, but now he only can see people as animals, and himself as an animal. So, all these people around Mary Fing are just animals to him. And we see the world through his eyes. So, for 98% of this entire show, we see everyone as animals, till one of my favorite moments in the whole thing is when we start to see what everyone actually looks like. And why he Which picked I these think, animals uh that fit them so well.
1: I think the only person we really don't see, and I could be wrong here, is the hippo kid. The fucker the fucking kid we all hate the most. I don't remember I seeing mean, him. I
2: mean, does it
1: matter really? No. I do want to see his punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: probably even more punchable. It's a it's probably.
1: and this is something that like
2: stuck out so much for me too, was was the fact that there was like a visual association with mm-hmm. their characters like their animal characters and how important that plays into the ending of the show as well and something that like got me super hyped talking about it uh before too um I don't know I'm I'm not jumping too far hopefully Ryan no 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 uh my question is
0: though did you guys predict the uh that people were
1: animals. No. No, no. I didn't. Same. I didn't and I didn't really have an inkling either. I was like, okay, this is this is set in an animal world. I'm going to believe that it is an animal world. But it is it was very always throughout the show strange to me that these animals were in relationships with different animals cuz I think the when you look back at the past and you're getting the past reaction cuz the best scene in this entire show is uh, when the bank robbery goes wrong, and Odakawa like has a hundred million yen in a suitcase in the back of his trunk. He goes flying off a bridge into the moonlight, like ET. And every single like every character in this in this show is essentially a checkoff's gun. They do come back and they do fire off. Every essentially every main player in this show is back at that river, uh, at that bridge, for whatever reason, seeing like, Odakawa's car fly
0: through the air. Every and... character you just mentioned over the past 30 minutes has mm-hmm.
1: a moment. Minus story. maybe a handful. But, yeah, like...
0: Awesome, dude, that
1: yeah. The hippo the... isn't. I think the hippo's the only no, the one The hippo's
0: there. Is. He's taking a photo. He's yeah. sitting on the grass and he t- catches him. You're right, the...
1: because he's like, oh, this will go viral. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shit, you're right. Um but I forget where my train of thought was going with this, but um there's there, all favorite... the
2: characters, yeah, keep going. Right. You've my favorite scene
1: is, is this thing because everybody's there, they're brought there for this one moment, the hundred thousand dollars is going or hundred million yen is going down the drain. And it's like this is where you get the trickle feed of like his past and what happened and why it was so fucked up and why he sees everybody as animals but like one of the characters in specifically which is the idol girl who is poor who or not poor has the single mom that is like hey go follow, go make your dreams come true no matter the cost she is a cat and she her mom is a completely different animal but it's like why how are these other animals having interactions or having sex and having different animals as children hey man I, like this this is I, the love is mysterious animals and people i mean
2: zootopia didn't even go there okay come on (laughs) um but to that part too the that was it's a great part for multiple reasons one because you get that whole backstory into Otakawa's childhood and the trauma that he faced but then also the reactions and, and interactions between the other characters is that it's symbolic of the car falling in the into water. the water. Yeah, everything's dropping everything into the water. Drops
1: into the water. It's so and it's good, so,
2: and it it, it all amazing. makes sense. Like
1: it's so good. Our, it's the our,
2: our chicken friend, our friend with the single mom, drops chicken into to boiling water. The his best friend who got stuck in the badger game threw his ring into the river. Like
1: it. It's everything, all
2: things.
0: Everything ends by falling into this ri- This sort of liquid.
2: Some, some sort, sort of liquid, liquid. Yeah. something. Like yes. they all have and a fucking the Dead
1: Idol Girl, the Dead Idol
2: Girl thrown into it's the a, river. Like a, it, it's it's incredible how well it's done. Right, it's the imagery is
0: so fucking just good. such an amazing how he affected every one of those people's lives that we see throughout the entirety of it. Through is, every yeah. character he goes to, they go through and it he's touched their lives in some way, or at least a piece of it. Except for
2: maybe the comedy duo, and to tie it all back, he's a taxi driver. Yeah, not not to like not to be insulting into an industry, but like, taxi drivers are Orin. forgettable. Like, mm-hmm. there's you you don't like they don't really have any impact beyond taking you from point A to point B. I've been in like. He, it's Probably it's
0: hundreds of Ubers throughout my time traveling and around, yeah. and I don't
2: remember any of them. Exactly. But that's like that's why there's such a huge sim like there's so much symbology behind him being a taxi driver, but having it be like the center of all these different webs shooting off to these different characters and, and their lives and how how they've been impacted within this short weird window of time by Otakawa. Like, all accumulating to this one pinnacle moment of him taking his taxi and flying off a bridge into the like river. It's it's, ugh. I can't yeah. speak highly of it.
1: I've got, I've got two things. One, there's only one taxi that is ever memorable to anybody. And that is the cash cab Two, correct. The, the way that Odakawa has the brain blast of, Oh yeah, people are human. They're not actually animals is the, remember like the fact that like his his splash into water scene is his mom driving their car off a bridge into the ro- water to try and k- murder suicide the whole family so when he's jumping off this bridge into the water et style with no wings and no floating powers he's just like oh i've been through this before I know what my life is now. My parents are dead. I'm all alone, but everybody's a human. I think I should be okay. Like, and then he wake, like, as we kind of hinted at earlier, we said before, fucking alpaca girl, Capoara girl, Capoara's the goddamn taxi door and gets him out of the taxi. while he's like at the bottom of this river bad and brings ass. Him up, Right? Oh, yeah. like fucking just, you have to, you, first off, she's in full clothing. Swimming in clothes is not easy at all. Uh-uh. It is the most difficult thing ever. Two, she's down probably 20 feet. Mm-hmm. Like, this river is probably pretty fucking deep. So minimum 20 feet down, swimming in clothes, papawaring a door open or a window, I, we don't really see it. And, mm-hmm. like, we just see the motions and then just, like, cut to black, and then they're on the surface again. Yep. And he wakes up in Otakawa wakes up in an ambulance and everybody's in him and you're like, Holy fuck. Now what is the pen theory?
0: What what so, tell me about the pen?
1: Okay, no, don't you ug me because this gives this gives the entire show a completely different ending.
2: It does. It, I know. It does. But it, but the ending itself is incredible. It. Can we? Okay. Can we, so can the can, ending.
1: Let's, was, yeah. Yeah. Go say, talk, let's, just,
2: go, 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 go. let's talk
0: the ending. And then. Yeah. We, okay. We can either-
2: it's, I'll wrap it up real quick. So he he sees hmm. them all as people. Okay. Coolest part is they all have visual features that relate to them as their animal counterparts. All right. They're everything's ending perfectly. Like Otakawa's. Like the the kid that won a million dollars gives him the donation. Otakawa takes that. Goes to the Yakuza guy. Says, Hey, do this use this for good go and give it to other orphans okay please thank you
1: i'm gonna live my life
2: yeah the doctor is back in practice uh and he you know the capoeira assistant is there they're all having a good time his friend who is the deadbeat is actually working making a living and repaying his debts everyone's doing great otakawa is sitting in his taxi chillaxing he's like oh it's gonna be a good day
1: listening to his comedy duo who did not break apart yeah
2: exactly it's like because everything's perfect, the right? Then we get like this character coming down the street, and you don't really know who they are based on their visual features. Like you can't really relate them to a character that mm-hmm. we've met before right away. And we're like, hmm, this is really kind of weird. And as they're talking, they're talking to a parent, and they're saying things like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, I had to do what I had to do. You know, you know, being solo." wasn't going to go for too long i wanted to be in a in a group but i knew i had the guts but you know there's just one person in my way and then you kind of get this horrible sinking feeling like oh wait i think i know this person it flash cuts to them as they're talking with their parent showing them kill the idol and you're like oh wait that's you you're the you killed that idol
1: Uh-oh. so before you even go further There's so much happening in this show that when you find out that this idol dies, there's so much happening that you honestly forget that somebody fucking murdered this person. Yeah. You forget, you're like, you're like onto the next thing, goldfish brain, I don't care anymore. Well, and you're like, last episode, you're like, holy shit, that's right, somebody fucking killed this person. Who are you?
2: And the show does it so perfectly because, like, at first you're like, the girl ran away the girl was missing. Then it turns out she was murdered. Then you find out, oh yeah, shit, she actually was murdered. You never find out who until the very end, but once you get to like the, oh, she was murdered, and here's all the events that happened afterwards, that's why the yakuza are involved with the idol group, you're like, oh, closure. Like, okay, cool. But once you find out who murdered the idol, like the original idol, you're like, holy shit, this puts a whole new twist on things. And you're, but you're still like they're talking, and you see the person getting murdered, but you don't see who is who the killer is. Still,
1: you just see shadows.
2: You're like, who the fuck is it? Who the fuck is it? And they keep walking, and they're like, oh yeah, are you gonna make chicken for me when I get home? You know, chicken's my favorite. And then your stomach just drops, and you're like, no. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. You're like, no, I I, I am full on
1: goosebump mode right now.
2: You're like, it's the replacement idol. You're like, holy mm-hmm. shit, what the fuck? Then it gets worse because our boy is sitting in his taxi listening to the Homo sapiens and he gets a little knock on his window.
1: Before that, Person. the, the girl's like, I need to take I need to take care of one more thing, and I think I just found the taxi cab. And you're
2: like, oh shit, balls. So she hops in, he's like, Where are you heading off to? And she just goes, Uh-huh. And then it goes black. And you're like...
1: Because all the credits are taking place during this conversation. Yeah. So, like, That's they the just last. end it, and it's done. Fade to black, you're it. Um, Two things. two th- or One thing before we get into the pen conversation, because while she's talking to her mom, she has the pen in her hand. Now, this pen is shown throughout the entire show. We'll get into that in a second. However, one thing I do want to backtrack about uh, is Magically Average. Your one correct guess as to what was going on was the cat in the closet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you are giving me credit you now, nearly, for real.
1: You nearly... No,
2: I've...
1: I have never not given you credit!
2: Alright, let's take a time out. We had been theorizing stuff about this closet, because as as I mentioned before, a closet is like a big thing for like the first half of the show, because there's something in it. We think it's the mystery girl. There's a lot of hints that it could be. We're never getting a right answer. It remains a mystery. But like how the show goes because you're, you get so deep into other plots and other mysteries. The closet just sort of disappears. Like no one really cares about the closet for the latter half of the show. All right. Fast forward to the last episode when everyone's a human again, right? He sees people as humans. You get this terrifying scene of him looking at the closet, just staring at it. You don't know what's in it. You're like, good God, just open the goddamn closet and out pops a cat. And Odakawa's reaction is like, oh, phew, all right, good. Which, for most people, would be like, oh, okay, like, cool, it's a cat. Until you realize the fact that up until this point, he had been seeing everyone as animals. That cat was just another animal. He did not know if it was, in fact, an animal or a person. He had no fucking terrifying. idea. It's because terrifying. Because the entire, and I made a comment about this before, Every time the closet's brought up, we never get an answer. We never get, like, we, we don't ever hear any sort of reply from Otakawa. He doesn't respond one way or another. Police investigate. They're like, hey, we got to look into your closet. He's like,
1: go you ahead. Need a and they're like,
2: yeah. No, I thought he, he said,
1: th- I thought he said you need a warrant for that. Or do you have a warrant for that?
2: He, and I think the, I think the cop was like, I'm going to just search no matter what. And then something distracts him, and they go away from the closet. Someone else, yeah. like his friends ask him about the closet. No answers. Like we never actually get a response from Odakawa because he literally does not know if there's a person or an animal in his closet. He has no fucking clue. Be- and my, <laughs> my theory was that it was in fact just a cat because in the opening song, we see. My him t- theory is that he's petting a cat, and I'm like, yep. "That's a cat in his closet." I had the same thought. I had the same thought too, and I was like, "It's a cat in his closet," because he has this whole like issue with like feeling like he's always alone and like abandonment, and and not feeling like he can retain any sort of like friendship or companionship or anything like that. And he gets this one interaction in the opening song where he's petting a cat. The cat kind of likes him, and the cat runs away, and he's like. <sighs> back to my sad life. And he just goes into his taxi and the song goes on. And I'm like, Oh, easy. He just grabbed that cat. That's what the, the there's a cat in his closet. It's just a random street cat. And thank God and, I was right because the ending would have been so much more terrifying if it wasn't. Oh my
0: God. I don't think I could have handled it. If oh.
2: An idol girl came out of that man's closet. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> but like that's, that's that whole mind trippy thing with the show, like how yeah. like and that was thought of from episode one, like they mm-hmm. knew what they were doing that the the whole purpose behind the closet and the interactions with the closet his no responses like it all culminated to the ending where he went like, oh, my God, thank God. It's just a cat
1: lesson learned, kids. Don't watch anime intros. Just listen to the song. Yeah. Because yeah. the anime intros give like a lot of the show away. However, let, because I know we're running out of time, and or we've been gone over, over time, because um, I think these are normally supposed to be an hour, and I'm very, very sorry. Sorry. I want to oh. talk to you about the pen, and the oh. pen that changes oh, yeah. the ending forever. So, I sent you a link, Ryan, of this thing called Odd Taxi Audio Drama. Now, one character we did not talk about is this college student fanatic of. So, this college student giraffe, who is a fanatic of the comedy duo. He loves oh, the comedy duo, the thinks they're the member funniest it, things yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. The right. one
0: who uh, offers to be. The yeah, he
1: offers the warthogs repl- to be the replacement. He's like, I think we would do very well. He has his own podcast. Now, his podcast is based off a of bug. And this bug happens to be implanted in a pen. This pen is traverses the entire show through almost every single character. And there it's there's a Wikipedia article that just goes through everything. And guess who what? ends up with the pen at the very end of the show? The murderous idol girl who's about to murder Odakawa. Because he is the only person that can pin her to the so let's rewind she does murder she has to get out of there what does she do she calls a cab who comes and picks her up it's odakawa that is why everybody wants his dash cam like hey did you pick up this missing idol girl what happened this Wait. girl, the only person that can pin the murder on this girl, which one thing we didn't talk about Odakawa, Od- Odakawa, once he, he sees your face, once he can pick you out of the crowd. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're wearing, etc. He yeah. can pick you out of a crowd. So, the only person that can pin this girl to the murder scene is Odakawa, because he picks her up from the murder scene. So, the murder is like is, like, everybody, when he, like, is in the hospital and all the shit happens with the robbery, and, like, people are like, Odakawa, they're going to probably interview you at some point because this was just batshit crazy. Like, you're just a taxi driver. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just a backtrack, like, before he can say anything of where this story began, this story begins with him picking up this idol girl from the murder scene. And yeah. because he sees her face and can recognize her face, that's why she's like, "I got unfin. Like this is my last loose end. I've got to kill this man." So the ending is literally like this gr- idle little tiny girl, like who's probably eighteen, nineteen years old, who's about to kill this fully grown man. However, she has this pen that has been a bugged pen this entire time that has been a podcast for another small character who is not, like, anywhere remotely near the main it story. They've made an actual audio?
0: <laughs> I'm looking at that now, He made audio? a
1: podcast. He made a podcast based off the audio he picked up from this bug in this pen, which has traveled through almost every single character in this show until it gets to this last girl's hand and this last girl, whole conversation with her mom recorded on this pen. The whole conversation and murder of this Odakawa guy that's probably going to happen is going to be taped on this pen. And this giraffe person, you can only imagine, is going to be like, oh, fuck, I can't put this in a podcast. I need to turn this into the authorities.
2: Well, you could do both. This
1: is... This is a well That's, yeah, but like It's a, it's a real crime
2: podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's murder evidence. But like it's like it this pen, this little tiny object at the very end of the show busts everything wide open. It kills this girl's plan of ever becoming like chasing her dreams, like potentially. All of this is all unwritten. All of this makes this such a bizarre ending that it's like this is a movie ending. This is this is a movie because you have a movie that you think like, "Oh, it's up for your imagination, but this p- girl probably kills Otakawa, but then there's another layer added with this pen of which, oh, she's probably gonna get caught because of this pen because of this podcast, because of this one minor character that has been introduced throughout the show, but we don't really see all too often. Literally, the show is one giant checkoff gun, it is one giant checkoff gun, and like thank you like." I I I can't speak highly enough of this fucking show, and I think it is that's a perfect so good.
0: Place to bring us to our closing statements, and
1: yeah. I think we're all part. That could be my closing s- statement.
0: I think we're all going <laughs> to echo the same uh, thoughts here of just holy fucking shit! This show is next level on so many ways. It is. At the moment, my anime of the year, and it's been a stacked year already.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, for- I, like, there are so many shows I'm excited for next season, and I don't know if they can live up to this show. Like, I'm excited for Chainsaw Man, I'm excited for Komi Can't Communicate. I don't think anything can hold a candle to this show because of how well thought out, how well written, and how just everything about the show was.
0: When it uh, you can go. You can go, uh,
2: Tyler. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, it, it's so hard too to group this show against others because it is so unique and it's so different. Like, I not to detract anything from Odd Taxi. Obviously, I, I, hopefully, people listening know all of our opinions uh-huh. about Odd Taxi, and we can't speak highly enough about it. But like, it's it's such a different feel and vibe from your standard anime shows that it's like almost unfair to like try to relate it to those or like compare it to them because it's like, how do you compare something that is like so well thought out in a, in a 13, whatever episodes that it is, right? 13. From start to finish, you are captured by the mystery, the art, the, the, just how, like the actual like writing of it too, not like not yeah. like the the actual like the the plots, but how the characters communicate with each other, like everything about this show is so stellar. I, like it's it's in its whole other category right. of anime, and I don't think there's any way you can really say like oh, it's in a
1: league of its own. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, it's going to stand out for years and years and years and years as like this, like the, the pinnacle of what an anime could be like, because it is it's such a derailment from what you would categorize to be like your standard run of the mill shonen style anime. Yeah,
0: I again, I watch all sorts of anime from the trashiest of trash to masterpieces <laughs> like this. Uh, I run the gambit, and this to me is. Only the fifth ever ten out of ten anime I've ever watched. This yeah, this is on, this is a
1: perfect anime. In my this book. is
0: on the top shelf. This is right next to the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhoods, the Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebops, that kind of thing. On that Agreed. top shelf, next to the greats of this genre,
2: and it's thirteen episodes long.
0: And it is, and for I can't believe what it does in thirteen.
2: No, it's. If you've listened to this podcast and you are somehow still on the fence, first off, um, I don't know how you can be with how much we've been gushing about it. But still knowing everything that we've said about it, go watch it. Watch it through. Watch it again because you're going to need to catch everything a second time. Like, it will stand out against the rest no doubt there are about things it
1: we didn't expand about like there is so much that we have oh. not talked about in this show like honestly we've given like the major spoilers away but there's so much to this show that you will find and enjoy like if you if you do not enjoy this show at me at me and fucking call me the pe- worst piece of shit you things you can say to a human being and i'll be like all right fine
2: i'm hopping on twitter now to do that um since I was given the approval to at you. You like the show, though. (laughs) No, I know. But yeah, like in all seriousness, seriousness too, like. You will most likely just forget everything we said once you get three episodes in. Yeah, like you'll start developing your own theories about it. You'll start like catching all minus the human part. But like in the end, in the grand scheme of things, it's like that's one on top of a million other mysteries that come about in the in the show like you'll be so ingrained into it that our opinions and thoughts about it will be lost on you because you'll just start theorizing and developing new like opinions about you know what about these characters and how their involvement is like it'll capture you from the start so just do us all a favor do yourself a favor go watch it
1: Watch like now, like right now, like go watch it.
2: watch it now. Do it.
1: It is one of the best mystery thriller shows out there, honestly. Like live action or not, this is this is writing in the shows, bar none. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking good. Just watch the goddamn show.
0: <laughs> and with That it brings us to our last two things. We got real quickly, I do a little manga. Chron- corner here because I don't believe manga gets uh, gets enough anymore. People kind of forget about it and I'm here to bolster that. And uh, my recommendation this week is a, unlike this one, an anime that got uh completely destroyed, even though it's coming from an amazing uh, manga. And that'd be Record of Ragnarok or Valkyrie of the Ant. It is a shonen battle anime. Uh, Netflix just did a adaptation of it. And uh, that looks like a slideshow. The manga is a gorgeous battle anime about some of the greatest heroes of Earth facing gods of old to see if mankind should be riped off the face of the planet. And it's an extremely fun battle manga. If you're a Baki guy, Jojo, give it a shot. You'll definitely like it. And with that, that brings us to plugs. Frank, what are you plugging today? Uh
1: I guess because you can plug your whole thing, I'll plug our whole thing. Um, every Wednesday night, me and the stupid doofus magically <laughs> average, we talk about what we are watching that week in anime, we talk with our other co-host, Silver Lobo. We, um, we go over what shows are airing currently and what we like, what we don't like, etc. And then we all end it with My Hero Academia talk, which... It's always a fucking hoot and a half and somebody's yelling at somebody because somebody can't give an opinion, somebody can give an opinion, and somebody's opinion is always wrong. And spoiler alert, my opinion's always wrong. So, come watch us at Baka Code, um Podcast. You can find us. We are BakaBytes. Uh, we are on podcast services that you can think of. Pretty much everything and anything. I'm going to attempt to try and start putting us on YouTube, but that is t- to be determined. That is still to become, so uh, again, search Baka and Co. You will find us. Our podcast is Baka Bytes, and yeah.
0: And Tyler, what you got for me? What are you plugging today?
2: Well, on top of being able to record a podcast each week with my level lovable, lovable friend and co-host Frankfurter, um, I also have a TikTok. Yay! <laughs> so if you want to do interactions with me um i actually do a lot of posts uh on magic the gathering which is another big hobby of mine on tiktok and do some like animation posting too there which is just funny comedic stuff um also keep I, an eye out for the baka and co tiktok that's going to be coming soon too which um they were stupid enough to put me in charge of so get ready for a I'm, train wreck there folks
0: i just cracked I'm an mtg real. booster box literally earlier today hey
2: my man nice <laughs> I that's that's what I do like I crack packs I do yeah. like funny comedy stuff about magic but uh yeah and then on top of that uh occasionally I do stream on Twitch at a uh, magically average most of the time playing video games with uh this loser where I have to carry his ass all the time um, and our other friend, the nanobiologist. Oh, who's is that so? He was a fantastic. So? Fan. Hey, this you is my plug. Me. This we no, can always shout out the
0: nanobiologist here. We
1: are, we are we are going to bleed into your plug and fuck you. I carried you. Okay, we both carry we both carry <laughs> nano and I carry you. anyway. that's
2: that's fair. Yeah, we carry him like the coffin, just kind of kicking around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so come out, uh, you know, interact with me um, and uh, love. Uh, spreading the word of magic, the gathering to y'all and talking about anime too. So
0: awesome. Awesome. And I'll just be plugging my Twitter like normal, which is Ryan, the Lion three zero five five for mostly hot anime takes and wherever the hell I'll be on the internet that week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful night and goodbye.